Yelling at the loser in the mirror Saying, dude, don't take it personal It's gonna be another weird month I guess according to my horoscope At some Chinese restaurant in San Francisco My fortune told me I'm on the wrong road Well, life's a game, yeah I need the cheat codes And I hate the snow But I think I'll dye my hair and I'll move to Alaska Grab all of my money, guitar and a jacket Driving out of town, maybe wave if I pass you Sorry, I had to move to Alaska I think I'll dye my hair and I'll move to Alaska Last couple of months kinda been a disaster Tell all of my friends I'm asleep if they ask you Sorry, I had to move to Alaska Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, my guest is an ex-member of the Mowgli's. He just recently started his own solo career as Little Hurt. Um, I just had uh, french fries with him. They're delicious. Those are pretty good french fries. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It's my pleasure to introduce uh, Colin Deedon. Deedon. Yeah. Deedon. Deedon. You had it the first time, yeah? Fuck. Colin, no. Let's restart. <laughs> so I actually, this is like a common theme I've seen with a lot of bands, at least. This is just from the interview perspective okay sure. i feel like once a band hits the scene they do a ton of like miniature like press interviews they're mm-hmm. on whatever big radio stations but it's all like fluff you know mm-hmm. and like you guys you're in the Mowgli's at a ton mm-hmm. but I, I don't feel like i ever learned anything about the Mowgli's except except that they're a success so could you break down the beginning of the Mowgli's? break down the beginning of the Mowgli's. yes let's we'll take it back there um I was probably 19 or 20 when I started that band. And we signed to Island Def Jam. Um, back when it was Island Def Jam. And now it's not. not how'd Island. that come to be, by the way? Like, how'd you get signed? We uh, literally were playing a, some music festival. Like, it, it was like one of those stories like people always say, like, you know, you never you get on stage and like someone's going to notice you and it's going to be that thing, which doesn't happen that often. Mm. And it happened. Like our, the guy that signed us, like just was in the crowd and saw us, and he, you know, ended up being the A and R of the label, and he signed us. Hmm. Like literally, we were just playing. We, I mean, we we probably like weren't great back then, you know. Um, we probably didn't sound very good, <laughs> but they, you know, and we, we fucking had spirit, man. And he signed us and took us all over the world. And at one point, it was like a ten-member band, right? There was there was a lot. There's a lot of people in that band, dude. Did you know you were going to be like a successful band? Like when you first started, was like that was that like a dream of yours to be in a? I had no idea at that time. I was um actually trying to pursue like a solo thing. This like just Colin Deaton, right? Okay. And then the Mowgli's was was like you know we were all just like hanging out in this garage, like getting fucking stoned and like ripping cigarettes in this closed garage. I mean, we're all like all of our lifespans are going to be so much shorter because of this garage period <laughs> of the Mowgli's. But like we uh, we had no clue, man. We we're just kind of doing it because we were young and it was fun and you know and um we were i think it was like kind of all of our just like way to hang out and then that thing got signed and we were like holy fuck and sh- this is like a real thing mm. and we you know that's became real were you guys ready for that or were you like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready for it now <laughs> and were you born raised in california or did you move to la once you guys got signed or i was born in i was born in venice beach i'm the only person you're ever going to meet that was born in Venice Beach. Damn. Um, and I grew up in Kansas City. 
Okay. So I'm like Midwest, West Coast, kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I'm more of a Midwest boy than a West Coast boy. Got it. You know? But um, yeah, man, we just, uh, I think the day we got signed, we're like, are you serious? Like, you're going to give us money to do this? Like, we'd do it for free, dude. You know? And it just all became, it became like, you know, us hanging out to becoming like, a, this is a real thing. Just in like a, a fraction of, or a, a, you know, fucking 45 minutes really like, oh my god we have like a damn and then i was on tour for like a year and a half and i was just they sent me out and i was just gone i was like evaporated from my friends and family's life for like a year and a half two years so you're like 19 20 at this time yeah I, so i um i failed out of music school at cal arts which is the walt disney uh music school i failed out oh shit for, for and, what reason oh okay um <laughs> i uh Went there, my de- so my family. I'm fortunate enough. My family is like, we'll pay for you to go to music school. You want to do music? We'll, we'll help you go to music school so you can learn how to do music or whatever. And I was like, all right, right. sounds good. So we get there to the to Cal Arts, and my my uh, my dad's with me, and and they go, well, can you fill out this like do this like test? So it's like we're like a theory based school or whatever. I was like, well, I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I'm like, I, I look at this test. I look at my dad and look at the chick across the room. She's sitting like basically where you're sitting. She's looking at me and she's like, "Can you?" She's like, "Can you fill out this fucking thing?" I'm like, "I, I don't know any anything on this. <laughs> like, I don't know what the, I don't even know the strings on my fucking guitar." And um, I go, "Okay, well, listen, let me play you. Let me play a song." And she goes, "Well, we don't. We're not audition based school. Like, you got to know fucking music, dude." <laughs> so I, so like, I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "Let me play a song anyway." So I played her a song. She didn't say anything. I played another song. She goes, okay, listen, we don't do this. We'll let you into the school, but you need to have, you can be able to prove to us that you can do the circle of fifths and do the music shit, you know, within a month or something. They gave me some ultimatum. You got to, we're going to test you again. Right? So it was a good song then, I'm guessing. Or I, It probably was, it probably <laughs> wasn't, but I probably sang it like, you know, I just probably delivered it well. I don't know. Probably wasn't that good of a song. I don't even remember what song it was. Um, and then... I just went to the school and like, you know, was fully immersed with these like musician. I'm not like a musician guy. I just like write songs. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not like a music guy. You, know, you, you can't, you can play the guitar though. Yeah, I can play every instrument, but I'm not like a musician guy. I'm not like, I don't. Wait, I'm, wait, how does that make sense? I can play every instrument. You can play every instrument, but you're yeah. not a musician. Nah, I'm not a musician. It's like, you, it's like you don't know the notes you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what notes I'm playing. But you can like learn like if if, if you if you give if you put, were to pull pull any instrument and put it in front of me right now for the most part I'd be able to play it. But but and you can not, know a harmony you can know a harmony like if someone's like play fucking the Iron Man you know the dun, yes I can play I can play music but I don't consider my, I don't I don't view myself as a musician. That's crazy. That's just the way I view myself is I, I just um that's not the way I think about myself in my own brain or like the narrative I have of myself. But anyway so. I didn't learn any of this shit. I just <laughs> went, ended up like taking a bunch of fucking acid with like all these like celebrities' kids. Because <laughs> they're just like, it's, it's full of celebrities' kids that their parents are like, we don't know what to do with this maniac. Put him at CalArts. Oh shit! And then um, I got kicked out of CalArts for not passing that test. So and you're I, only there for like a month. <laughs> no, I was, there for, I was there for a year. Okay. And then um, and then this is like the the pettiest shit ever, but I started the Mowgli's and then like a month and a half later, maybe two months later, I um sent a video to my the chick that kicked me out of school and I was like a video of like the Mowgli's playing on Jay Leno and I was like, sorry, I suck at music. 
which is not something that I would do now. That's but awesome, though. That's that was the story, kind of how I, I was started the Mowgli, so I was kind of leaving CalArts. So you basically like the Jungle Book a lot, or what? I don't know, man. There's like a dog named the named Mowgli, and we were all stoned. We we're like, hey, let's name the band that thing, or whatever. Oh, it's just an actual, it was an actual dog. It, it wasn't had nothing to do with the Jungle Book. I think the dog was named after Jungle Book. Okay. But um, no, I mean, like, I have a lot of awesome memories of that time for sure. You know. What type of dog was it? Though? It was like a husky, one of those like husky. Oh husky shit! Guys. I love huskies. Yeah. I like the I like the cool huskies, like the brown ones that like not a lot of people have. He had like uh, he has those eyes and those husky eyes. Yeah. But um, the Mowgli's isn't like a significant name in terms of what it meant to us. We were just stone kids in our garage, and they're like, "Hey, man, the dog's named that. We can name the band that." So it could have been anything. The dog could have been named Otis. You would have it could have been Otis. the fucking garbanzo beans, dude. It, it, like, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. But you guys cared about the band then enough mm-hmm. to. No, we care to do the. But you did a. You said you did a performance that. What was the performance you did for the A&R to see you guys? We played a Sunset Strip music festival. It was like us, like the Offspring, like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like. It was uh some random bands, man. Like a bunch of random bands. But how'd you get into it then? We had a, a buddy named Nick Adler. Um, his dad's Lou Adler, who's one of the biggest music executives of all time. And his his son, Nick Adler, is our friend. He owned the Roxy on Sunset Strip back in L.A. Um, and he just saw our band one play. He's like, I believe in you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm going to throw you on this festival. And then the guy who this is Mike Marquis, who signed me to our first major deal, um, was in the audience. And he's just like, this thing's going to work. Holy shit. How long have you guys been together at that point then? The Mowgli's? Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Like a year or less, less than a year, a few months or something. I don't I, I don't even know. Jesus. It's hard to remember like dates like that, the timelines when you're fucking 20, you know? Do you think LA is one of those only, it was in LA when you did that? It was in LA, yeah. Do you think LA is one of those only cities that you can, your dreams could just happen out of nowhere? No. It could have been anywhere. I, I don't know. I, I I think that like the probability of that happening is really low. Uh, it mm. sucks that like my like my story because like when like people ask me like how did you make it like what, what do I have to do I'm like dude honestly I was right place at the right time and the, the right person saw me. So do you get like imposter syndrome from that? Or no, no. I, no I, I think that I'm good at what I do. I, I don't think that I'm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't doubt myself. Um, I do think that I was the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And the Mowgli's is your is your baby. Well, yeah. Well, not anymore. Isn't that how do you how do you do that? Man? I'm not in the Mowgli's anymore. Right, but if you you basically said you created the band. No, I mean we we created it to you know we were. You're the front man, right? We were we you know I I don't know I fuck I don't know we were all we were a band together man like you know. But that's but if it's it, just yeah I, mean, I think when people think of the I band, don't think that I I, I was not gonna say I created the band I think that like we came together and made this band and it was you know I don't know yeah yeah I, I was probably like the front man but like it took a lot of people to make that band run, run the way it did you know so not even like in a petty way but you think that Mowgli's can still have an upward trajectory now that you're well, not they, in the band well they broke up they did I thought they were about to go on tour or something no they they tore, they broke up but I you know I don't wish any I, I hope they have the most most amazing lives and amazing careers I, I have you know what I'm saying when, have, did, when did they break up I don't know man like a month ago or something or okay. two months. I, I have no idea I, I I've been so disconnected from that crew for so long that it's almost like a different it seems like a different life. Oh, so unfortunately, it's not the way I would have chosen or chosen things to go down. But so you were out of it before you were out of it. So I got a deal from Sony for a solo deal, 
um, and I started transitioning kind of out of the Mowgli's. Um, and I was trying to do both. And one of my friends in that band was like, listen, you got to do this head on. If you want to make this thing happen, you have to go head on and not try to split your time. So I just went head on and did a little hurt. That seems so sneaky of the music industry. Don't it seems like they always try to like whoever they are, you know, they just always try to break up groups. So like, Oh, actually you could do this on your own or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what? I think that like for me, part of it was like, I wanted to try something different and, um, there's no like real reason why I left the band besides the fact that I want to like tell a new story from a different direction, new angle, new colors, new, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But kind of a, that's one of your, you said that was like your dream though, to do a solo career. So you're just kind of continuing where you want it to go. Yeah. I guess I kind of like, I started with the solo thing as a good way to put it. I started with the solo thing and then took a 10 year journey. Yeah. Fucking a decade of my <laughs> life. And, and I don't regret one second of it. I mean, I love, you know, all that, man. That's crazy. So you've basically been in the music industry, like the actual industry, for like over a decade. I haven't worked a job since I was nineteen. That's wild. Like I know, I know artists who've been making music for a decade. De- what is it? Decade. 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 Yeah. And they've never. They're not in the music industry yet. So that's that's crazy. I know. I I gotta remind myself often that like, like it's hard to like, you know, kind of yourself up against other people and you know i could be a lot more successful i could be a lot less successful but at the end of the day i wake up every day and i don't have you know i get to wake up and think about music all day and you're always interested in pop music because or when you first started were you a rapper <laughs> or was what? it a rapper when you like first started oh my god well, i wouldn't i would never release that on the world <laughs> <laughs> you're like a fucking that's like a band about the geneva conventions you don't want fucking colin deaton rapping to anyone uh no man i just you know i i uh I was really resistant. I'm a I'm I, honestly I, like I come from a very like punk rock background, okay. like musically. Um, How that, so? That's what I grew up listening to. My favorite bands like a Global Threat, fucking Black Flag, uh, Propaganda is one of my favorite bands. I, I come from a punk background. Got it. And then I found melody through some of these punk bands, the ones that had melody. Um, and then I realized I could have that kind of like, I could accord, those things aren't mutually exclusive. I could do punk and I can be. I can write like really, really catchy melodies that are like going to stick with you and piss you off mm. and then also be really honest and authentic. And I was like, what if I just combine all this shit? What if it's like fucking punk rock, but it's like catchy and pop, but, not, but it's not, but it's not pop punk. Well, I, I, I don't make pop punk music. But you like pop punk? Not really. Why? I don't like pop punk music. I never, I Blink-182 wasn't my thing. Never, Newfound Glory wasn't my shit. I was never a pop punk guy. It's just, I, I missed all that. But you're, the Mowgli's was considered alt punk. I mean alt alt pop. Mowgli's is the fucking pop band, dude. You're, you're, okay. And now, what, what would you consider your sound now? I feel like that's such a generic question. But what would you say? What type of artist would you say you are now? I don't know. What does that matter? Pop, <laughs> pop music. Man. I don't know. Pop. It's like alt pop. Alt pop. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. Like I don't know. Do you it's, want- it's it's not 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 like it's it's like. I'm not saying that like it's like so incomprehensible that I like I can't explain <laughs> the you know that's not like saying like no one can understand how deep this is. I'm not saying that shit. I'm just, I don't fucking know. It's like like they play me on alternative radio. Right. So I guess I'm alternative artist, right? Whatever lane they throw me down, it's like, are you bowling on lane four or six? That's kind of weird, right? I don't know. I don't, give, I don't care. So I'm getting paychecks. Oh, but you like music though. It's not like you're just making music for the paycheck. No, I'm, yeah, I was kidding with you. Um, <laughs> No, I don't. Yeah, I like music. Music's fine. 
Yeah, seems like a like a fun job. It's fine, you know. Do you want to? Do you think you'd ever start a, a new band, or do you have like when you're making like your album? You what was the name of your album? You dropped the red album. Every second. Every second. Yeah. So with, with every second, you probably worked with bands to for those for those the instrumentals and all that, right? Um, do you think you'll ever have like a new band? That's a, a interesting question. Um, there some there's some thoughts. There's I can't say the answer to that at this moment, okay. but there is a something I'm thinking about doing. Making a dude, maybe if you should make like an an alt pop band. <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, like honestly, the, the question: like, what what music, what, what genre do you think I am? I don't. Whatever you say is probably what I am. I don't fucking know. You know what's crazy? What? It it's a mixture of okay. So for the first two years of the podcast, it was all hip hop, uh-huh. and I just had the two year anniversary, so I've been switching into bands. Um, like comedy, like comedy bands, pop artists, and I've really been exploring pop punk. Have you no- first of all? Have you noticed like the reemergence of pop punk in the mainstream? Yes, it's uh, unavoidable. It's crazy. Even yeah. Kanye's album had a pop punk on it. Yeah. So I made. A, I have a second podcast called the BBC Podcast. It's Blake Burton, Brian Barnett conspiracies, and we made like a return of pop punk episode. So I'm like, see, I fucking time stamped it. So, but um. Anyways, if I hadn't done this transition into more genres and actually had pop, I've had like three to five pop punk bands on as of the past month or so. And if I hadn't had them on for whatever, even though I don't follow pop punk hashtags or pop punk or even look up pop punk, really somehow like all these like my news feed as well as like social media started showing me like pop punk stuff. And that it actually, I got an ad that you were coming to town. So if I hadn't interviewed pop punk artists or bands, that ad would have never showed up in my feed. Well, I love pop punk now. Yeah, you're on the NAS podcast because of pop punk. No, let me clarify. When I say I don't like pop punk, I don't mean I don't like pop punk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a little it's a little more uh, layered than that. I I uh, don't like. I don't want to play that game with everyone right now. Mm. I don't feel passionate about that. I don't feel like something that's, that's important to me is to go like play like the grungy fucking like pop punk like let's go guy. Like I I I just like not interested in that. Right. It's just not my truth. It's not my deal. Um, and also I just like it's just like dude. A lot of people like that stuff. And that stuff's making a t- generating a ton of money for a lot of people, dude. Right. Like. You know, like Machine Gun Kelly's not sitting there right now being like, "Oh, I'm so pissed." I started doing pop punk. Like he's like, "Let me buy this second fucking Rolls Royce or whatever." Like it's fine. It's like I'm not like I'm not above anything. I'm just saying what I, I would rather like do what I do right now and not make my money that way because I'll get I'll, I'll do whatever I want to do. Right. I I've, historically it's always worked right, mm. but I just don't want to like play this this particular board game. This board game is like there's other games I like to play. And this was is not one that I think that I can play well, right? Um, and I feel like I'd be uh, sort of, um, I don't know, like a fish out of water. I would just be like, I don't know. You, you guys are really hungry for this thing. I'm gonna let you guys chomp at this thing, and while you're chomping at that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and be doing my thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the Mowgli's, your audience is mostly like young, like young. Teens, the Mowgli's aren't a band anymore, but they were like the the audience for that was like young teens. I'm guessing. Right. There was a, mostly a younger fan base. Yeah. 
And is that still kind of true with Little Hurt, the project you're doing now? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who, who my fans are. Because I thought it was interesting. You know what? This is like a really stupid, deep thing. Sure. I'm saying. Hit me. But if you really think about it, like no matter who it is, everything that you make, I don't know if propaganda is the right word, <laughs> but I feel like what, no matter what you're doing, like you can think of my podcast as propaganda. Anything that's going out into the internet, yeah. you're definitely trying to spread a message or whatever it is, sure. right? Sure. So what I thought was crazy about when I listened to your, your latest project was, I forget the name. It was a specific song that said it too. But you'd, you'd go from being like, because I think you were writing it for the this one song. Um, you're was saying it, about it? waking up at other people's houses. Yeah. But then you're also talking about like talking to some random kid. Like you're like, it, like it was made and it was like, what song was that? The, was thing, the, is it a Little Heart song? Little Heart? Yeah. It was uh, maybe I Don't Want to Be Here. I think so. Or something. And it was about, it was like talking about divorces. Oh, that's and, my, that's my. That's called messed up. That's all. Was it messed? It might have been messed up then. It probably um, messed up. Yeah. So with that, it talked about like divorces, but it also talked about waking up at other people's houses, mm-hmm. but then it also talked about kind of like being like that one weird kid. So I thought it was crazy to think like making that song. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Mm-hmm. You reach the older audience, who may, people who might be waking up. I don't think a 12 year old's waking up at another 12 year old's house that they don't know, but you're like, maybe like. Maybe you're in your mid twenties or early twenties, waking up at strangers' house that you met, but then you're also talking about like something that can connect with kids. That you know, talking to some random kid or um, your parents getting divorced. So I don't know if that was imp- purposeful or not, but it's crazy to see that mix between two audiences. That's really interesting. Uh, I've never thought about that before. Um, Damn. I was. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Like my parents got divorced, so I just like screamed about it in the song. I don't, you know. Do you, are you intentional with your like when you, are you intentional with your lyrics? That's the only or? thing. That's the only thing that I like. I uh, pride myself. If I have to give myself credit for anything, it's that I um, nothing that I say ever in a song is going to be um, untrue mm. or a lie. Isn't that crazy how that can connect with other people? They're like you well, talking you know, about that, your parents. That, that's what, that's why it connects. Because if. Um, for example, if uh, you were a singer, I don't know if you are a singer, but no, or if the fucking imaginary ghost person sitting in that that seat was a singer, right? And, and I were to like, it's like, so what's this person's name? This name is this guy's name's fucking uh, Mowgli. <laughs> it's not this guy's <laughs> name is uh, um, uh, Richard. So Richard's sitting there, right? And I'm like, Richard, like I'm gonna write you a song right now, and it's gonna be about it's gonna be these heavy subjects, right? It's gonna be about divorce, it's gonna be about suicide, it's gonna be about fucking drug addiction, whatever. And I give Richard the song and I'm like, yo, sing this song. But I write it. So when he delivers that, that vocal, when he delivers that performance, it's going to feel like it was written for him. Mm. So like the one thing that people miss so much and, and why like, I like am so firm on my, um, my ground and, and how I make music and, and, and why I do it and the way I do it is because when I say these things, I know for a hundred percent, like a hundred percent, like, irrefutable truth and when you hear it your people are the most the most see-through thing in the world is a person okay so it's like if i go out there and fucking lie to my audience they can hear that right what makes a hit song often is someone that's a lot of artists are able to that makes a great performer versus an artist right like if you can deliver this thing with the authenticity with Imagine feeling what this felt like. That's what makes a fucking song. 
So that's why I, I make myself, uh, I don't know, maybe I limit myself sometimes, but like what I'm going to say is going to be fucking real and I don't give a fuck like how it makes. But and, in one of your interviews, you were talking about you like do writing groups. Is that just so people pressure test, or do you like take lyrics from other? Oh like, well, your it's crew writing session. We all real writing sessions. Like everyone writes together. Mm. Like, but like all this stuff is your experiences. Every word that I write is my experience. But you realize that every single artist in the world has writing, writing, writing yeah. sessions, right? But like, why is it a big deal when like a rapper, like a Drake, has a ghostwriter? Like, why do people care about that? Though? Oh no, no, no! But you're missing the point. Okay. What I'm talking about is delivering with authenticity. That's what makes something special. Right. And that makes what makes you an amazing performer. If I were to if I were to give Richard this fucking song about something he has no experience with, right? Mm. But he delivers it and you hear that fucking thing in his voice and he's able to put that pain into it, that's what makes it fucking special. Mm. That's what makes a performer versus an artist. Versus a writer, versus a whatever the fuck. Right. And that shit's special. And you would you say you're a performer, artist, and probably everything? I don't know, man. I'm still trying to figure that out. But Really? I'm something. I'm somewhere in between. So is that weird that people like categorize you? Or does you just don't really care? I don't really care, man. You probably used to, right? Or Yeah. I probably used to care more than I care now. Um, I, I love uh writing something that I'm like, fuck, that hurt, dude. That sucked. Like saying that out loud sucked. Mm. And then I'm like, that's good. So the uncomfortableness makes it a good song when you're writing it. Or I guess it doesn't always have to be uncomfortable. Like when you were in the the band, that was all happy stuff. So that probably wasn't that yeah, that's a, uncomfortable. That was a that was uncomfortable for me sometimes. That's actually oh. part of why I had to move on from the Mowgli's because it was our fan base relied on us heavily for a lot of happy stuff, and I stopped stopped feeling that um, the way I did when I was young. Like mm-hmm. life life happens, and like you start to hurt and you feel hurt. Uh, dude, I didn't. I was fucking what twenty three, <laughs> and like they, they handed me like it. A gross amount of fucking money and I'm sitting here what am I happy about dude so it's really 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 easy to write happy songs right <laughs> and then life happens and you go through shit and you experience things and that starts to feel kind of inauthentic and I felt like I was lying I remember I'd be on stage with the Mowgli's and I guess we're, t- we're talking about the Mowgli's so you know I'd be on stage and be like man I don't feel like I'm telling the truth anymore because I'm not this happy but these kids are sitting there their faces are fucking beaming with fucking light yeah. they're like we need you I mean, I have kids walk up to me being like, I was going to kill, literally, on fucking God, I'd have kids walk up to me and be like, I was going to kill myself. I was going to fucking commit suicide, and then I found your music. Jeez. Yes, dude. And I would sit there, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I don't know that I can be that for you. I'm not feeling that. But maybe you making your music now will probably hit the same way. Cause yeah, exactly. But but it's now it's like a different angle. It's a reapproach. It's a recalibration. You know. But it's like I I remember feeling times I was like, dude, I like you're saying these things to me and like like you guys are like, I was like I I don't know that I feel that anymore. So you didn't feel authentic. At some point, it, st- it started to feel a little inauthentic to me. Mm. Not because of the band. Not because of any of them. Not because of anyone. Your mindset just, just changes. Well, you get older, yeah, that's and, your you, and, and you start growing up, and you see, you experience some real pain. Mm. It's really, 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 really easy to feel happy all the time when you're fucking twenty two and loaded. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder when you're twenty eight or whatever, and like, you, like some shits happened, and you're fucking sad, and you experience real sadness, and you're like trying to tell these stories again with the same voice you had at twenty two. Yeah, right. Mm. So is Little Hurt a pretty like it's a pretty 
he just felt a little hurt, and that's why he called it little hurt. That's or, a fucking baseball reference. It's not worth getting into. <laughs> you're into baseball? Uh, or you're saying what I just said was a baseball? No, little hurt's a baseball reference, bro. It is. Yeah. Frank Thomas played for the Detroit Lions. So you are into baseball. I'm enough into baseball to know that. Wait, I thought the Detroit Lions was a football team. Tigers. Whatever, man. Whatever the baseball <laughs> one is. Was <laughs> this a fucking sports podcast? I'm on a fucking ESPN <laughs> two right now. So you wait. You made so. Does a little hurt have a deep meaning to you though, or is it literally just because of? So you don't think names have meaning. I, I called my label when I signed the Sony. I gave him like thirty-five fucking ideas a day, and I was like, "How about this for the album or the project?" And they're like, "No, no, no." And then finally, I was like, "How about a little hurt?" And they're like, "Okay." And I was like, "Fine, go, go. Let's get this fucking record out." Jeez. Do you want you want like a more like? Do you want me to like <laughs> try to make you some fucking like Hemingway story about little? Hurt? It's just, he's a fucking baseball player, bro. I feel like Little Hurt's like the name of a band, though. Like, do you want people to be like, oh, shit, it's Little Hurt? Are you are you going to walk around as a man and wear a Colin Deaton shirt, or are you going to wear a Little Hurt shirt? I don't know. Yeah, I think probably Little Hurt. What about, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But, like, do you want people to ever call you Little Hurt? If someone called me Little Hurt to my face. <laughs> but people know my name's Colin. Right. Like, my fans know my name's Colin. They don't think my name's Little and my last name's Hurt. But if you have, <laughs> but if you have new fans, maybe they'll think your name. No, because the people don't have names like that. That's like, dude, come on. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? No shot. I guess like the weekend people don't call them the weekend. They're not like, hey, are you the <laughs> last name? <laughs> come on, come on. Ah uh, shit. So what, what's what are some big changes that happened during the pandemic for you? Like positive or not positive, or was or was the Mowgli's the only? Massive change. Mowgli's was before the pandemic, actually. Pre-pandemic change. Really? Yeah. I think. Maybe pandemic congruence. Time's a construct now. Yes. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I've just been... I write a lot for other people. I write other songs for other other people. Um, Mostly like... TV, film... Pop artist songs or hip-hop? <laughs> not, not as much hip-hop as you would think. Um, I don't do a lot of hip-hop. Hmm. Um, I do a lot of pop. I just dropped my sunglasses, which you can see on camera. There we go. Um, I do a lot of pop. I do a lot of TV, film, commercial stuff, and it keeps me busy. That's dope. And uh, besides that, I just hang out, man. Look at this fucking ceiling fan a lot. What do you What do you What do you do for fun? Like, what are your hobbies? Um, I like to cook. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Like what? What's your favorite? What's your top three favorite dishes to cook? I, I make a, a fucking really good pasta. Oh. Yeah. Um, I like to fish. Really? I like to go fishing. Yeah. Where? Is there fishing places in LA? <laughs> I, I, I love fishing places. Um, <laughs> Watering holes? What are they called? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I like to do outdoor stuff. I like to like. I like to do outdoor outdoor stuff. I like to. Uh, um, what else do I like? Man, I don't. I don't know. It's actually weird that I can think of very few things. Damn. Um, but I do have a nice time. I have a nice time. I, I like to like I like to watch movies and TV and see any good movies lately. I'm a reg I'm just a regular fucking guy. So I just do regular guy stuff. Whatever people do. What 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 do you say like if some random person has no idea who you are and they're like, so what do you do for a living? I usually say like I usually say like I'm a, like a traveling shoe salesman or something. <laughs> or I don't know something weird. Are you are you into shoes? Not really. 
I have some good shoes though. Hey, uh, I, I got. We're a, both wearing Converse, right? Bro, now. I'm about to get some fucking uh, <laughs> brand new Jordan ones in uh, Portland tomorrow. Oh, yeah. do you have like a specific one in mind, or just whatever hits my strikes my brain? Dude, I went to Portland um, in May. That was like a straight up ghost town. The only people I saw outside were this was a crazy. I don't even know how to really explain this story, but. I wanted to go to Portland because I heard... Well, actually, I was driving through there to get to L.A. Yeah. But... You fucking drove to L.A.? Yeah. Was that 14 fucking hours? Eight, it was 18 hours. Jesus Christ, buddy. It was for my podcast. You ever heard of Southwest.com? <laughs> get on a flight for fucking 200 bucks. What are you doing, dude? So, um, we get to Portland, which is only like... I think it's like four hours from Seattle. Maybe seven. Somewhere. I'm really bad with directions. So, I well, don't you know. Can't, you can't go much more north than here. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyways, um, I'm going to all these different little shops around Portland, just completely like ghost town. And the, the only thing I see was like these two, I guess you have to say houseless now, right? Is that what people say? Houseless? People aren't, you're not supposed to say homeless anymore. You're supposed to say homeless? Okay, anyway. So basically, let me explain. I'll, I'll, I'll hip you what? up. What? I heard this a year and a half ago on one of my podcasts. This guy told me. Shout out Cameron. But basically, you can't, you're supposed to not say homeless because- Homeless people actually have homes, but a home and a house are different. Okay. Anyway, so, so they're you houseless. Were, so basically, this dude, going this this homeless or houseless guy, and this lady obviously like had had a relationship in the past or uh-huh. whatever, and they're arg arg like arguing about their fucking relationship, and they straight up start having a fist fight. This like homeless guy and this homeless lady, and I was like, well, that's Portland for you. It was like a ghost down and just fucking brawls. It's like holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it's well, better by the time you get there. I, uh, I really love this part of the country. The PNW. The P. What was PNW? <sighs> What's that mean? I, I thought you were going to be Pacific Northwest. Oh yeah. You got to get into. What's you, the W? West. Oh. West. Oh, I thought Northwest would be one fucking word. Okay, I don't know. You're separating. You think right. North and West? North and West are two different places. Oh, never did. Um, I I uh, I love Seattle. So if you can um, give me a job at this, uh, I'll be your co-host. Too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Tell me tell me about your experiences here in Seattle. Oh, buddy. Um, I've had some good times oh. here in the city. Yeah, I've had nice times. I I, I do. I just I love being cold. I love having my jacket on. I love walking around, eating clam chowder and slamming a fucking bourbon and walking around and looking at people, looking at other stuff and everyone's just looking at things. That is, sounds like a blast. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like know. looking at stuff and other people's looking at things. And I don't know. What else is there to do? Have you, have, how about this? Have you only been in like the Seattle area or have you I, been to greater seattle or i i have actually a family that lives outside the city like in the <gasps> suburbs so i've I've been around but oh shit like yeah. they were born and raised here or they moved here or what no i got like born, i have like some born and raised seattle uh, cousins so oh, i've shit. been around i've been here outside of the city hey yeah I'm, all i'm saying is like i don't just know like the original starbucks <laughs> like i've been like i've been i've been to seattle a few times yeah. do you go surfing at all no, dude. You look like you'd be a cool surfer. Really? Yeah. That's such a fucking sick compliment. Dude, yeah. I don't even know why you say that, but like, that's awesome. I why just, would I be a cool surfer? You just seem like someone, you said you like nature. You seem like you'd have fun surfing. Dude, would man. I be a cool surfer? Yeah. Dude, cool surfer's a great fucking album name. Cool surfer. Dude, I just picked up surfing during the pandemic. You surfing? Yeah. You surfing out there with the fucking sharks and shit? Yeah. You you, the, you, you're not surfing in Seattle. 
You're surfing in Seattle? I, I surfed in um, Portland and LA. Were you just asking to get bit by, have a shark fucking bite off your dick? Dude, what, did, have you ever been out? There's so many sharks out there? Yeah. That cold water thing? Yeah. Like you're supposed to, you have to shuffle your feet so you scare off all the animals. See, if I have <laughs> to, if I have to like do like a preventative shark program, I'm not doing it. If, if someone hey. gives me like, you have to do, okay, just so you know, you'll be fine out there, but if you did this no shark thing, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. But I thought you wanted to be a cool surfer, dude. No, you said that. But you took it as a compliment, so it is kind of cool. Thanks. I guess you could. You live in L.A. Just pick up surfing there, I guess, right? But I got I got too much time. I got I got too much too many plans, fam. Wait, you just said you have too much time. You should be like you don't have enough time. I don't have enough time, man. Okay, there we go. I got I got to spend a lot of time being lonely and making money. <laughs> and yeah, in in Washington and the PN, say it with me, the PNW. But can't you just say PN like PN the Pacific North? Yeah, but the, the, the West, f- the Northwest is the same fucking word. No. All right, whatever. The PNW man. What the fans like and comment below. <laughs> and, subscribe to my YouTube channel where we tell this guy he's wrong about this shit. In um, but yeah, in in the PNW you have to wear fucking wetsuits or dry suits because like it's below freezing. I'm just saying, it, what, what what are you surfing here for? What are you surfing off of? Like the Fucking the wake off of cruise ships? No, yeah. Like, <laughs> the fuck, you find waves here. There's dude. one place in Washington. It's like Ocean Shores area, and like Westport area. And then besides that, you have to go to or uh, Oregon. Did you have? Have you told the listener base that you're taking me mini golfing after this? I have not. We're gonna go mini golfing. All right. Hell yeah. This is zero sharks. No, there's no sharks. Shark. Unless that's a like name for like a some type of predator in society, like. Oh shit! Watch out for that shark. Oh, there is, you know, like loan sharks or car sharks, but I don't huh. think there are going to be any co- like those type of sharks. I'm not anticipating any, any loan sharks. Yeah, Mm-mm. me neither. So you're on your first tour as yeah. Little Hurt. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's dope. <laughs> Let's see how long we can be selling for. Yeah, some ASMR. Yeah, I'm having a nice time, dude. I'm just fucking playing punk shows, dude. Hell yeah. You're going to come tomorrow? Yeah, man. Great. There That's we fair. go. Well, this has been a good time, man. And I, I think I learned a... <laughs> do, you see, do you see how I, I like inadvertently wound this interview down? <laughs> was that me? <laughs> no, I think it was... I got to beat your ass in mini golf. I can't sit here all night. <laughs> exactly. Well, what is some uh, final advice that you have for up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers? Um... Don't be a fucking douchebag. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Just like do something real. Just stop fucking doing what everyone else is doing. Fucking hold your ground. It's like that fucking scene in Lord of the Rings where he's like, oh my God, this is like the lamest thing I've ever said. <laughs> fucking where he's like, thou shalt not pass. And he puts his like staff down and the dragon's going ape shit and all that. Remember that dragon? That dragon is a lot. <laughs> he's like yelling. He's spitting fire. He's like that guy's a lot. That guy's a. I remember feeling that guy's doing a lot of stuff, and then but homeboy's like, what's his name? Like Gandalf. Gandalf the Gray. I almost said Dumbledore, which is the other <laughs> other guy. He's like, thou thou shall not pass. Like 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 use that same metaphor as like thou shall not do fucking things that are fucking the same as everyone else. Just be like no, like you, like avoid everything else at the plague. Just be fucking honest and be fucking sick, dude. Just yeah. be fucking sick and say shit that makes that makes you hurt. And make other people hurt because then they're gonna they're gonna heal from it and it's gonna it's sick. 
We all need that little hurt. We only need hurt a little, baby. There we go. What's the easiest way for people to reach you? Internet.com. There we go. All right. This is the NAS podcast with... Little Hurt. And we did it.